This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is The Gunny, and you are listening to The Patriot Cause. I got some very important information to pass to you today. I do the research for you so you can listen to the podcast instead of having to go out there and get the truth because it's not going to come to you any other way Besides people like us, American citizens standing up and presenting you the truth, the media will not do this. The mainstream media will not tell you the truth. If at the end of this podcast, you are not absolutely floored about what is actually happening, then I don't have anything to say. I have no way of convincing you of what the truth is other than to tell you what the truth is. And if you still don't believe it, then you're living in fear. You're being controlled by fear. And millions of people across this globe are being controlled by fear. And that's why we're in the massive global dictatorship that's happening today. We're going to talk about virus restrictions and lockdowns again. They want to lock down countries again because of this new strain Omnicrom or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's like a, a broken record where it just goes over and over and over again. And this is what we're facing. So fear is manufactured by the elites. These people are manufacturing fear so they can control you and change the world according to their mind. 
of how the world should be. As long as they have you in your in their hands with fear, they can control you. When you stand up and say, no longer will I be afraid of you and your political ideologies, then and only then can we go back to being normal. That's how it is. Last but not least, the New York Times is a gigantic propaganda machine for communists. I'm going to prove it to you. You just have to listen to the podcast. And I'm going to prove to you how the big, big media is no longer can. They don't care about your freedom. They care about control and trying to create a utopia which will never exist on the planet ever. But they're doing the best that they can. So this is from the Epic Times, which, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm very, very thankful for this organization and what they do when they actually tell you the truth that's what's happening. So this is from Italy. Unvaccinated Italians face new CCP virus restrictions ahead of the holidays. Again, fear, right? Because they're using the holidays because everybody comes in, they go to stores, they buy stuff, you get a lot of people moving around, but they want to inject their fear and control of you during the holidays. And this is what's happening in Italy. Well, around the world, but this particular one is about Italy. The Italian government ruled that citizens who are unwilling to get COVID-19 shots will be blocked from entering many indoor public settings as of December 6th, just ahead of the holiday season. Under the new measures... Unvaccinated Italians would be unable to enter restaurants, clubs, theaters, sports events, and museums. Remember that back in 2020? Well, they're doing it again based upon this new variant. And when I tell you about the facts of the new variant, then it's going to blow your mind. The government announced the rules last month saying it is needed to encourage more people to get the shot. The restrictions are expected to remain in place until January 15th. Again, restrictions. The rules do not apply to those who have either recently recovered from CCP virus or received an approved COVID-19 shot. There's always exceptions, right? That's how they water it down, by putting exceptions. The country implemented it by including the shot to its green pass. You need to remember that phrase, green pass. This is a tremendous effect on humanity. Because 
the world wants to identify all those that agree with the world and those that do not. As long as you have a green pass, then you're free to do whatever under their regime. If you don't have a green pass, then they're going to come after you. A scannable digit or printable QR code that shows a person's COVID-19 vaccine status. The vaccine passport will now be required to enter many indoor public events prior to December 6th. Update Italians who were able to present a recent negative test. A basic version of the Green Pass, which can be attained by those who decide not to get the shot and have have had a negative CCP virus test results within the past 48 hours is still valid for all workers and will be accepted for the use of local transport and hotels. Look, they don't care. They don't care whether you got the virus shot or not. What they care is control. And that's what they're doing. They're they're giving you a license to live your life according to how you need to live your life according to them. Police started enforcing the measure from the early hours with anyone caught on a bus, metro, tram, or train without health certificate facing an automatic 400 euro fine, which is $450 in American dollars. This is what they're doing. They're fining people because they don't have a green pass. Sounds like Nazis to me. If a person in the Nazi regime that was identified against the Nazi regime, they were labeled, they were given either a star if you were Jewish or a passport that said that you were against the state. And how did that work out? You ended up in a concentration camp. So Germany is doing the same thing. So I'm going to play you a clip about Germany and what they're doing with this passport vaccine ideology and how they're going to lock down the country again if you don't have the vaccine. Germany has announced major restrictions on anyone who's not vaccinated against COVID-19, banning them from all but essential shops in an attempt to fend off a fourth wave of the virus. And the Chancellor Angela Merkel says vaccines may become compulsory from February. Here, as it emerged that a booster jab may be needed every year, the government confirmed it's ordered 114 million more doses from Pfizer and Moderna. The deal allows for vaccines to be modified to tackle new variants if necessary. Cases of Omicron have now been confirmed in 24 countries. Another 10 cases were reported in the UK today, taking the total to 42. 42 cases of the new variant is now causing the world to panic in fear and lock down everything. 
42, not 42,000, 42. Think about this. The elites are so fearful of not having control of this world that they deep dive and produce a pandemic over a pandemic over a pandemic based on 42 people. It's absolute insanity what's going on. And, okay, so let's just agree with them for a second. Let's say, you know, we all got to get the vaccine because it's, it's for humanity for all of us to get the vaccine. Because if we get the vaccine, then we can get rid of COVID-19. That's not true. I know eight people in my life today that got COVID-19 after they got the vaccines. And this is a great example of how we will not solve this problem by getting the vaccine. COVID-19 outbreak reported on U.S. cruise ship despite fully vaccinated passengers. So all the passengers and crew on this ship was fully vaccinated. However, they still got COVID-19. At least 10 cases of COVID-19 have been reported on the Norwegian Cruise Line ship disembarking in New Orleans, officials said. All the crew members and passengers taking part in the cruise have been fully vaccinated for COVID-19 according to the Louisiana Department of Health. The agency didn't reveal the condition of those who were infected with the CCP virus. Governor John Bell Edwards, the Louisiana Department of Health, and the City of New Orleans, and the Port of New Orleans, are aware and working closely with the Center for Disease Control, which is the biggest mistake, to initiate existing COVID-19 agreements and protocols with the cruise ship line, the Louisiana Department of Health said in a statement. The Norwegian breakaway cruise ship had left New Orleans on November 28th, making stops in Mexico, Honduras, and Belize. The ship was set to reach New Orleans on December 5th, according to its itinerary. Authorities with the Department of Health stated that more than 3,200 people were on board the ship. So 10 got COVID of the 3,200. Do the math. Norwegian Cruise Line has been adhering to appropriate quarantine and isolation protocols, and new cases and exposures have been identified aboard the vessel, according to the statement. Everyone on board will be tested for COVID-19 before leaving and will be provided with post-exposure and quarantine public health guidance. Those who test positive will either travel to their homes or self isolate according to the CDC guidelines the health agency stated 10 people out of 3200 and the world goes ballistic 
What I want to know is how many of those 3,200 people got the flu. Think about it. Because the flu's been around for a very, very long time. And I guarantee you, that's what these people have. The flu. Unless their vaccination doesn't work. If it does work, then they wouldn't have COVID, which means they have the flu. But if it doesn't work, then they have COVID. And it's not ever, ever going to stop with these vaccines. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about the truth. The real truth about what's going on. Not going to want to miss this. So stay tuned on the podcast. When I was young, I was afraid of the night. My imagination made up things that fooled my mind. Things that go bump at night can bring a kid to tears. But mom and dad would be there to help me overcome those fears. Well, now and then I feel just like that child from long ago. Afraid of what I can't see Afraid of the unknown That's when I set my mind Upon the power of God's Word And stand upon His promises Till I have no concerns Don't be afraid Don't be troubled or dismayed Cast your cares upon the Lord and leave them there to stay. Don't let your mind go back to thinking thoughts that kill your faith. Don't be afraid, cause the Lord your God is with you every day. Thoughts that kill your faith Don't be afraid 
Many doctors, very well-known doctors in this world, have cured many people from this virus using drugs, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, every single day to save people's lives. But yet, the media and the elites refuse to understand that this is how we solve this. We do herd immunity. People get it. We treat it. And eventually it will die down. Just like all the other viruses that's ever happened on this planet. Vaccines do not solve all problems. And they will never, ever have a vaccine to solve this one. Guarantee you that. Because it was manufactured by man. The vaccine is manufactured by man and they want it to do what they want it to do. They're reducing the population of this planet by refusing to allow these patients to get treated, actually treated for this issue. And on top of that, even if they don't get treated, you still have a 99% of recovery. That's fear. This is all about politics and fear. So let me read this to you again from the Epic Times. This is the truth, by the way. A pandemic of fear manufactured by authorities. This is a Yale epidemiologist. This is the guy that studies vaccines and viruses and all that stuff. The COVID-19 pandemic has been one of fear manufactured by individuals who were in the nominal positions of authority, tyrants. As the virus began to spread across the globe last year, according to Yale epidemiologist Dr. Harvey Ritchie. In an appearance on Epic TV's American Thought Leaders program, Ritchie, an epidemiologist, professor at the Yale School of Public Health and Yale School of Medicine Department of Epidemiology and Public Health, argue that by and large, what has characterized the entire Chinese Communist Party virus pandemic has been a degree of fear and people's response to the fear. If people respond to fear, then they have control. That's what they want. As long as they have the control and they have their sheep, whatever the elites and the globalists say, they will start believing it because of the fear. Overall, I'd say that we had a pandemic of fear, and fear has affected almost everybody, whereas the infection 
has affected relatively few people. This is true. You got a very few people in this world that the virus is actually affected, but the fear is across the globe. That's the point. Fear control. Look at Australia putting people in concentration camps because of fear. By and large, it's been a very selected pandemic and predictable. It was very disguised between young versus old, healthy versus chronic disease people. So we quickly learned who was at risk for the pandemic and who wasn't. So if we would treat the people that have a high risk of this virus with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, the things that are necessary, we could save their lives. Many millions of people would not have died if we would have used the real science instead of fear. However, the fear was manufactured for everybody, and that's what characterizes the whole pandemic in that degree of fear and people's response to the fear. They're changing the globe on their fear. That's tyranny at its best. Let's listen to a portion of the interview with the Epic Times on the American Thought Leaders with Dr. Reach, Richie about this fear and how this fear is ingrained in the world today. Nobody knew exactly the extent, the ramifications of how well the treatment would work, whether that was enough by itself, what the hazards of using that drug were, what the long-term ramifications, all of that was still an unknown territory. And this is something, of course, that you've been very vocal about, the use of the potential use of therapeutics or, and then the sort of seeming uh, discounting, mass discounting of the use of therapeutics at the same time. Where are we at with respect to all this right now? So let me say, let me just say how I got into this because it, it puts a picture on, on this. Uh, I'm a member of the Connecticut Academy of Science and Engineering. In early 2020, it formed a committee to of kind of non-standard, non-real -pub non public health people, my dean Stan Vermont was in it, I was in it, um, to try to figure out how to help the state to reopen the state after its lockdown. And so we started looking at behavioral aspects, we had a, psych a psychologist in it, um, we had uh, aerodynamic aspects, we had people who designed jet airplanes. Um, there was, it was a very eclectic bunch of scientists trying to figure out how we could help the, the situation. And I started looking at the disparate information in the in medical and lay media about early treatment. And it just didn't make sense that hydroxychloroquine was being badmouthed by the media when it was being studied in hospital patients and saying that it didn't work for outpatients when it hadn't been studied in outpatients. People an outpatient disease is totally different than hospital disease. There it's like night and day. Outpatient disease is like when you get the flu, you have fevers and chills and muscle aches and headache and sore throat and runny nose and cough. 
That's typical flu-like illness outpatient. Inpatient is a very severe pneumonia where the immune system debris fills up the lungs. And it's, it's a totally different disease. The virus is more or less long gone by that time, and it's the immune system that's overreacting to create that. So it's a different disease, requires different treatment, and yet this was being peddled as something that didn't work in hospital disease, therefore didn't work in outpatient disease. Now, so I wrote a paper looking at just hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir, which were the two agents that were being talked about in, in studies at the time in, in early, mid-2020. And I didn't expect much to come out of that other than to say, look, here's something that we could be using. You know, my, my naive state, you know, thinking that it's just science here. And I had already uh, Dr. Zelenko, who had been using it very successfully. He had, had treated 800 patients. He had had two deaths or three deaths, uh, two people who were too late to treat, one who didn't stay on the regimen. So essentially, he was saying that this, his regimen of hydroxychloroquine and zinc, vitamin D, and other things, supportive medications that he was using, in a recipe for treatment work extremely well. And it's like, don't believe your lying eyes. You know, he knows that it worked because he was dealing with those 800 patients himself. Many of them were high-risk patients, and he, so he knew that it was working. So I came into this. I wrote uh, uh, an op-ed for Newsweek saying, here it is, we should use it, there's no cost. Even if it doesn't work, it's 100% safe because it's been used by in tens of billions of doses for 60 years and, and hundreds of millions of people. You know, even if it doesn't work, it, it, it can't do any harm. And then I got pushback from my colleagues saying, what do I know about, you know, infectious disease and epidemics and so on that I'm a cancer epidemiologist. But they didn't do their homework because my PhD, after medical school, I got a PhD in mathematical modeling of infectious epidemics. And I published on that and I had a, a very clear idea of how epidemics come and go and what herd immunity is and when it happens and how it happens and all of that stuff. And the idea about using drugs to treat things is something that I do as just a regular part of my cancer etiology studies. So this was not a great leap for me to be involved in, in, in these, these topics. And for them, it was just smear, you know. And so I, I didn't respond to that, which is appropriate. They have their freedom of speech to say what they want to say. I have my freedom of speech to say what I want to say. You know, and let the readers decide which seems the, the, the truest, the, the most accurate. You know, just sort of watching this as someone who's worked in Madagascar, worked in Africa, you know how often hydroxychloroquine is used, you know, in these parts of the world to treat malaria, for example, for however long. It's not you realize it's extremely safe. You don't have to, what I'm saying is you don't have to be a medical doctor or a, or a professor of epidemiology to know this. Well, right? the CDC <laughs> yeah. had a guide to using it for malaria and it said it's safe for everyone, safe for pregnant women, safe in utero, safe for young children, safe for elderly, frail people, safe for everybody. So anybody can use it. Yeah, but suddenly it's not safe anymore. Right. right. So, so what were you thinking? I was thinking cognitive dissonance. <laughs> The, in other words, that here I know it's safe. Uh, at that time, when I wrote the paper, there were five studies. Within another four or five months, there were 10 studies involving more than 40,000 patients who had been studied, including some national studies in, in Iran and Saudi Arabia with tens of thousands of, of patients that provide a very clear five-fold or better protection against mortality with this drug. And that's not even used in the recipes. That's just used hydroxychloroquine either by itself or with zinc by and large in, in, in these studies. And 
it was very clear that the evidence was, was extremely strong, as strong evidence as I'd ever seen in anything in my career in epidemiology. This doctor and professor has been around for years. He's been involved since day one with these SARS viruses. And he is raising the red flag that the globalists don't care about healing and solving this problem. They care about control and fear of the population. I'm going to play you what I call a New York Times propaganda clip. This is the communists and the way the communists function. To get fear in your body so that you will bow down to what they tell you instead of having the common sense to research and listen to what's really going on. The New York Times is the worst of the worst in this country as it relates to propaganda. No other big media tech does the extreme of the communist propaganda like the New York Times. And if you listen very closely to this clip, what they're trying to do is say, Freedom is no longer a valuable concept in this country. Because of your freedom, you're killing everybody else. No, we're not. This is not a pandemic. This is a fear-mongering world. And they're using this to take your freedom from you. Take a good listen to this. It's hard to watch the pandemic drag on as Americans refuse the vaccine in the name of freedom. You're talking about an unproven, untested vaccine that doesn't even seem to really protect people because people who have gotten the vaccine are getting sick. I went to one of the places with the worst vaccination rate. I don't want to poison forced into me. I'm tired of y'all trying to control us. One of the best things we have is our own God-given natural antibodies. It also has one of the worst COVID case rates in the country, the Ozarks. I don't take the flu shot. I don't take the pneumonia shot. I don't take any of them. I wanted to find out why residents here aren't getting vaccinated. You're trying to mask these kids up. It's detrimental to their health. And what, if anything, could convince them otherwise. Hey, Mr. Green. It's Dr. Martin here. How are you? I heard you had a kind of a rough night last night. Christopher Green is 53 years old and fighting for his life. Like 90% of the patients in this packed hospital, he's unvaccinated. He's just walking a very thin, tight rope right now. And to be honest, I don't expect him to get out of this without being on a ventilator. And if he has to be on a ventilator, I don't expect him to survive. I immediately asked Christopher, why hadn't he gotten the vaccine? I'm more of a libertarian, and I don't like being told what I have to do. I'm still not completely 100% sold on the inoculation. 
It was eerie to hear Christopher insist on his individual freedoms, even as he struggled to breathe. Do you think other people should get it? I mean, I think that's everybody's individual right or choice to do what they want to. So I'm not one to dictate or make somebody feel guilty because they don't. Christopher represents a genuine challenge. Do the American values of individual choice have to take priority over public health? By the time they're here, what can you do, you know? And, and it's it, it, when somebody's in a room really, really sick and can't breathe and suffering, I mean, it's just not a good time for a lecture. But the result in a place like Mountain Home is a 36% vaccination rate, and people are dying. Let everybody live their own life. I heard this over and over. Freedom, choice. Don't do it because somebody's pressuring you to do it. Everyone has the right to choose. Almost everyone I met in Mountain Home told me they knew someone who died from COVID. Most people are undoubtedly concerned about the pandemic here. It didn't feel to me like a QAnon convention. Misinformation certainly exists here, but a powerful force behind the hesitancy is this fundamental idea of personal freedom. But in a community where individual rights are taking precedence over everything else, you get endless individual reasons not to get vaccinated like believing the vaccine doesn't work. I have two parents in their 70s. Both had the, the vaccine and both got COVID. A preference for hearsay. He had heard that the people that were spreading the virus were people that had already had the vaccine and that, that they were carriers. Straight up fear. Oh, just people having reactions. Even among those who overcame their hesitancy, there's a lack of urgency. I don't really have any reasons to be out in, in circulation with the rest of the public. I just enjoy my dogs and work out on the farm and uh, raise my koi fish. With all these reasons not to get vaccinated floating around, it makes it hard for those who actually do want it. I have a parent who does not necessarily support vaccinations. It was hard because she asked me where I was going. I was like, oh, I'm going to get vaccinated. And she was not very happy with that. What struck me was that Mary Beth had the courage to go against the grain. People should be more concerned about the well-being of those around them because I feel like not enough people are thinking about other people when they make the decision not to get the vaccine. There's an irony in someone rebelling against a culture of individualism for the good of their community. But voices like Mary Beth's are drowned out by leaders who are contradicting public health officials. No, the state is not going to be requiring and mandating vaccinations. And I don't believe anyone should be forced to take the vaccine. It should be your personal choice. These vaccines are always voluntary and never forced. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats. We can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. There's no better place to see the impact of this political rhetoric than in the hospital. Only about 50% of the staff are vaccinated. None of the unvaccinated staffers were willing to talk. There are just a lot of people that you cannot convince to get vaccinated. Patients, employees, it's very frustrating. It's sad. It's, I don't know, it's disappointing. Just a few months ago, the staff was planning a cookout to celebrate the end of COVID. But instead of barbecuing, they're now battling another surge. 
It's exhausting. We're all exhausted. We don't have staff. We don't have beds. One obvious way out is to mandate the vaccine. But in April, the governor signed a law banning government mask mandates and vaccine passports. That shifts the responsibility mostly to private entities. Vaccine requirements as part of employment, attending school, or participating in sports are reluctantly motivating some to overcome their hesitancy. It seems to me that the only other thing that actually sways people here is being in the hospital. And I really am upset at myself because I did not get vaccinated. I just, I've never hurt like I've hurt. It's made a believer out of me. This is what freedom looks like in America today. It's always been complicated. But political leaders should remember that this country was also founded on the idea that government should protect us. After all, in a pandemic, one person's freedom can be another person's death. Probably should have had a little healthier fear that it need to be taken more seriously. And uh, it does. <coughs> I mean, I don't know how close I am to being a lot worse. I really don't know. Christopher Green died nine days after this interview. He was 53 years old. Christopher Green's life could have been saved with drugs that are approved and have been used for 60 years on this planet. He did not deserve to die. But the system killed this man in the conversation. I don't care what you have to say about it. The hospital system and the pharmaceutical system refused to accept the truth. And the truth is, people can survive this pandemic if we treat them appropriately. A friend of mine got COVID, was not vaccinated. She got treated, and within two to three days, it was gone, like it didn't even exist. And she is in her 60s, in her late 60s. Think about that for just a moment. She was smart. She researched it, and when COVID hit her, she knew the truth and what to do. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, these are the things that are necessary to save people's lives from this pandemic, not the vaccine, which has never been proven to work. It has never been authorized, ever been authorized to be put in a person's body, but yet now we have an average of 70% of the population on the planet in the Western world that has this in their body. Let's wait and see what happens five, six, 10, 20 years from now as a result of this vaccine. Don't want to get you down. Just want to tell you the truth.
Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. Go like the podcast. Go to the Apple. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom, hit the five stars, like it, get me up there so more people can hear the truth. This is The Gunny out.